listening to the international hit show, The Baby Names Podcast. And here are your hosts, the Moss Sisters. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss Katz. And we're the founders of babynames.com. And we're sisters, too. For better or for worse. That's for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. Hey, Jen, big news. Do, 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 do. After all the speculation about Harry and Meghan, Kensington Palace finally announced that Meghan is expecting. What do you mean, finally? They were married in May. But she made no secret that she wanted a baby and fast. We'll give you all the details in our celebrity baby news segment coming up later in the show. Woohoo! So our first segment is names we've discovered since the last episode. And Mal, what have you come up with? Well, this week I just decided to make up names. Oh, lovely. <laughs> what do you think of synth? S. S-Y-N-T-H, like synthesizer. Ooh, I kind of like that. I had to work with the old Moog synthesizers back in the day. That's kind of cool, especially for a musician. Exactly. And then I came up with Bale, as in Christian Bale, B-A-L-E. Okay, easy to spell, easy to pronounce, pretty cool. Now, I'm not sure how you're going to like this one, Jen, but Popsy for a girl, P-O-P-S-Y, Kind of like Poppy and Popsicle put together. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. That's too diminutive for a woman. Maybe for a boy, but nah. Uh, no, it reminds me of Pixie. Come on, Popsy McGee. No, you're a Popsy McGee. <laughs> you know what I'd like? I'd like you to do the coffee shop test. Go into Starbucks and say your name is Popsy, okay? <laughs> and then report back to me. That's your homework, all right? <laughs> all right, I'm going to. Okay. All right. Video it, too, so our whole constituents can see this. I just might. All right. Lastly, I can't believe no one has come up with their child named Allele yet. A-L-L-E-L-E. -L -L -E. Like the DNA allele? Chromosome. I'm okay. telling you, it's going to be a name of the future, especially with parents already making genetic preferences before their little popsy is born. Oh, designer children. Lovely. I don't hate Allele. I think it's kind of pretty. It's kind of like a variation on Amelia or, you know, Allie. So it could work. That's what I'm saying. Don't design your baby, though, please. Okay, so as for my names, um, I met a man named Teo, hmm. which is kind of cool. It's a great alternative name to Taylor or Tyler. And I actually knew a woman who named her daughter Taya because she was specifically trying to avoid the Taylors and the more popular names. Teo is from Oagadogu. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Burkina Faso. I also have a friend named Raven, who's male, who goes by Rave, which is very edgy because he's a musician. Otakara is a Japanese name. She's an author that I know. And finally, as I mentioned back in one of the other episodes, my friend Carrie had a baby girl a couple months back and named her Delilah. I think that's so adorable. Which brings us to the topic of the week, names and songs. 
As we've stated before, pop culture has a huge influence on baby naming, and that includes pop songs. People have been writing songs about other people for centuries, millennia, and there are so many songs that have names in the titles, we can't possibly list them all. But we are going to give you a little background stories on some of the more famous songs with names in them. But there have also been people named after songs, too. Like one of the members of our Facebook group is named Penny Lane, all one word, after the Beatles song. That is so cool, Penny Lane. In fact, when we did a post on our Facebook page, almost everyone knew someone who was named after a song or themselves were named after a song. And I love this topic. I remember an Oprah episode from back in the 90s where she had women who were the actual subjects of famous songs like Sharona from My Sharona and the Sue from Runaround Sue by Dion, which was a huge hit, became a number one hit back in the 60s. And that one was pretty funny because they were in high school and Dion found his girlfriend Sue at her locker talking to another guy just talking and his ego is so bruised that he wrote this song about how she was unfaithful and ran around with other guys oh my god talk about toxic masculinity but funny enough they eventually got married and more recently well 10 years ago the delilah from hey there delilah from the plain white tees was a real woman too Delilah DiCrescenzo is a competitive cross-country runner and graduate of Columbia University. Frontman and songwriter Tom Higginson admitted that he never dated Delilah and the long-distance relationship between the two was fiction, but he does admit that he was trying to impress her with the song. And I heard that they're actually shopping around a TV series, a rom-com, and Tom Higginson is listed as the producer. I'm sure about that. So who was Sharona? So My Sharona was a huge hit in the 80s by the band The Knack. And their lead singer, Doug Feger, wrote the song for Sharona Albrin, who was actually like 16 at the time. Doug was nine years older than she was. And when they met, she even had a boyfriend. But he insisted that they were soulmates. And they got together a couple of years later. Now, the romance fizzled out, but they stayed lifelong friends, and it's said that Sharona was even at Figure's side when he died of lung cancer eight years ago. Sharona is now a real estate agent in Southern California, and the name Sharona is Hebrew, which means flat clearing. Hmm, that's interesting. One of the more Famous songs with a name in it is Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Although he never did reveal if that was a pseudonym or the woman's real name. Jackson said this song was based on girls who made his claims about his brothers having fathered their kids. However, some believe that it's based on Jackson's own experience with a crazed fan. Yeah, okay. Well, I tend to believe that it wasn't him unless the crazed fan was making it up, you know. So anyway, back to the Beatles. People have asked if Eleanor Rigby really existed, and Paul McCartney says he made up the name based on an actress from their movie Help. 
The actress's name was Eleanor Braun. But it has been pointed out by avid Beatles fans that there's an actual Eleanor Rigby in the graveyard of St. Peter's Church in Liverpool where Lennon and McCartney first met. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Eleanor, by the way, has had a resurgence on the charts lately, currently sitting at number 16 on the babynames.com top 100. It reminds me of our grandma who went by her middle name, Eleanor, although everyone called her Etty because her first real name was Henrietta. I didn't even know that until I was a teenager. I just assumed she was Eleanor. And I think the name Henrietta is cute, too. And did you realize that all four of our grandparents had H names? And they're all coming back into style, too. Hazel, Henry, Henrietta, and Herb. Is Herb really coming back in style? Maybe not Herbert. (laughs) All right. I wasn't one to think that. On the country charts, one of the more famous named songs is Jolene by Dolly Parton. According to Dolly, the song was inspired by a bank clerk who flirted with her husband, Carl. I had that happen once. Did you write a song about it? I didn't write a song about it, but I called the bank and complained. Oh my God. I did. True story. Which husband was that? Number two. Okay. Anyway. Um, the bank clerk flirted with her husband, Carl, when they were newly married. Another one that was blown away out of proportion for dramatic purposes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess you can get your anger out by writing a song. It's a good way to do it. It's cathartic. One of my favorite bands is Fleetwood Mac, who had a hit with the song Rhiannon. That name took off after the song swept the charts in 1976. Stevie Nicks said she discovered the name from a novel called Triad by Mary Bartlett Leader. It's about a woman named Bronwyn who's possessed by another woman named Rhiannon. Rhiannon is a Welsh name that means great queen. Ooh, witchy. Sounds like something you'd write. I know. And then there's the song by the police, although Sting denies it's about an actual Roxanne. He just liked the name and said it was the name of Alexander the Great's wife. I sing it to my cat, Roxy Hart, all the time. But Roxy Hart has her own song from the musical Chicago. I sing her that, too. The name on everybody's list is gonna be Roxy. Okay, so back to our list. Now, this is a creepy story. Sweet Caroline. Yeah, we heard Dad sing that one a lot because Neil Diamond was his favorite. And Diamond apparently wrote Sweet Caroline about Caroline Kennedy, who was 11 at the time. Okay. Yeah, it's gross. I mean, some of the lyrics are hands touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe he meant that platonically? Well, Diamond apparently sang it to Caroline Kennedy at her 50th birthday celebration in 2007, and that's when he said he wrote the song about her. But seven years later, he said it was really about his wife, Marsha, but he needed a three-syllable name. Sweet Marsha doesn't quite work. It's still kind of ew. Yeah. Eminem wrote a song, Haley, about his daughter. That's more appropriate that it's his daughter. Let's see. Dear John by Taylor Swift was about John Mayer. 
She wrote a lot about her boyfriends. I know. Tay-Tay tends to write all about her men. And speaking of men, another big song with a name in it is A Boy Named Sue, made famous by Johnny Cash. Now, people don't tend to know this, but it was originally written as a poem by humorist Shel Silverstein. The children's book author, like of The Giving Tree and all that? Yeah, he was also a poet and writer of short stories. And the gist of A Boy Named Sue is this man vows to track down his absentee father because he named him Sue, a traditionally girl's name, and it was cruel, making him tough and mean. The father admits he did it on purpose to toughen him up because he, as the father figure, would not be around. It ends up with the man reconciling with his father but vowing never to name his own son Sue. There are so many crossover names now for males, it seems so dated. True, we'll do a future show about that, about gender and names. That'll be really cool. Now, another song I remember Dad singing all the time was Jennifer Juniper, to me, but that song was way before my time. Now, I know that Annie Lennox released a song named Jennifer in the 80s, and it was really spooky about a Jennifer with red hair and green eyes, just like me. Well, at the time, I used to dye my hair red. Yeah, that was a beautiful song, actually. I love that song. There was a very famous song with Jenny in the title, but most people just remember the phone number. Oh, yeah. Eight, six, Six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. (laughs) Yeah, the song Jenny, eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine was by Tommy Two-Tone, and it hit the charts in 1982. People with that phone number to this day have to change it because they get so many crank calls. And I actually wanted it. Yeah, in fact, as a promotion, the Chicago radio station in 1982, WLS Radio, obtained the number from a Chicago woman receiving 22,000 calls in four days. Oh, well, maybe I didn't want it. 22,000 calls. Oh, my gosh. In one interview, lead guitarist for Tommy Two-Tone, Jim Keller, said that friends of his wrote Jenny's name and number on a men's room wall at a bar. He called her on a dare, and they dated for a while. But later, it was revealed by co-writer Alex Call that he just made up the name and the number before he even knew what the song was about. He had the riff, and then his friend said, hey, it's about a number on a bathroom wall. And that was the beginning of the hit. You know what? I don't think there are any songs about Mallory. Well, hold on. I used MLDB, Music Lyrics Database, and searched for Mallory, and there were a couple songs with Mallory in the lyrics. Unfortunately, they mostly reference Mickey and Mallory from the movie Natural Born Killers. Ay, ay, ay. Wow, great. Hey, wait a second. I did a search, and there's a French song called Le Chant de Mallory, or Mallory's song. Hmm, all right. I guess I'm happy now. Hooray! Now, I went to the current Billboard Top 100, and lo and behold, number two is Mona Lisa by Lil Wayne featuring Kendrick Lamar. At number 63 is Drew Barrymore by Bryce Vine, and number 66 is Jackie Chan by Tiesto and Zico. Ooh, okay, all real people. And Drake has a huge hit called In My Feelings where he talks about Kiki. Everyone is speculating who that Kiki might be. 
And then there are songs about names and naming, like Say My Name by Destiny's Child and That's Up My Name by the Ting Tings. Like, you know who the Ting Tings are. No, that's my favorite song. It's on my workout album, actually. That's not my name. That's not my name. All right, whatever. And when I call your name by Vince Gill, my last name by Dierk Bentley. Name by the Goo Goo Dolls, and my name is by Eminem, and Breathe Your Name by Sixpence None the Richer. Where did they go? I loved their songs. I Don't Even Know Your Name by Alan Jackson. Last Name by Carrie Underwood. That's a lot. But Jennifer, there's something that our listeners might not know about our website. And that is if you look up a name, you can view songs with that name in them. You can. And you can click to listen to the song on iTunes or buy it. And if we're missing one, let us know. We're always looking to add to the database. You bet. And now it's time for Celebrity Celebrity Baby Baby News. So as I said earlier, Harry and Meghan, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, announced that they are expecting a baby. Kensington Palace actually announced it yesterday on Twitter as the royal couple began their tour of Australia, Fiji, New Zealand, and Tonga. And there had been so many pregnancy rumors, even from before their wedding. But the Twitter sphere went wild with speculation when Meghan wore a big swing coat to Princess Eugenie's wedding this past weekend. A navy Givenchy suit coat, I might add. Nice. The royal baby is due in the spring of 2019. I can't wait to start name-storming for this new royal. And you know what? Princess Eugenie's royal wedding really didn't get a lot of coverage, but I saw the photos on the Kensington Palace Instagram, and they were beautiful. For a second, I was like, who is Princess Eugenie again? And then I remembered it was Fergie's daughter. Yep, Sarah Ferguson and Prince Andrew have two daughters, Eugenie and Beatrice, both very traditional English names. I just still think of them as kids, but Eugenie is actually three years older than my own daughter, Miranda. I can't believe how time flies. I know, and we at babynames.com wish Harry and Megan our best and are available for name consulting at any time. Absolutely. Give us a call, Meg. We're here for you. You bet. Hey, we were just talking about the name Bodhi in the last episode about place names, so this is appropriate. Bodie Miller and his wife Morgan welcomed a baby boy on Friday, October 5th. No name yet. This is their third child together and Bodie's fifth total. Their new arrival comes nearly four months after the tragic death of their 19-month-old daughter, Emmeline, who accidentally drowned in a neighbor's pool. Oh my God, that's so sad. I know. Their other children are three-year-old Nash and then Samuel, five, and Neeson, ten, from his previous marriage. And I'm apparently the reality TV reporter. Yes. So Bachelorette season five star Jillian Harris and fiance Justin Pasuto recently welcomed their second child, a baby girl named Annie. The name Annie is of English origin, meaning graceful, merciful, Well, you know what? You know me. I don't think nicknames should be given names, but maybe they named her Anne. The baby was named after Jillian's paternal grandmother, 
Annie joins older brother Leo, who's two. Speaking of which, shout out to Leo Patino. I know he and mom Nancy listen to us all the time. Okay. Hi, Leo. Thanks for listening. Kate Hudson and her boyfriend, Danny Fujikawa, welcomed their first child, a baby girl, on October 2nd and named her Ronnie Rose Hudson Fujikawa. Ronnie was named after Danny's father, Ron, but it's R-A-N-I. It's a Hebrew name meaning joyous song. And I don't know why they just didn't spell it with an O like your daughter. Uh, People are going to pronounce it Ranny. Yeah, I think you're right. But it's cute. Ronnie Rose. Ronnie Rose. Joyous song. That's one of the things that I loved about Ronnie. My daughter's name was the meaning of it. Yeah. All right. Britain's Got Talent star Ashley Banjo announced that he and wife Francesca are expecting their third child together and it will be a girl. Mm -hmm. The dancer announced on Instagram, I have so many strong and incredible women around me. I know she will have great examples to follow. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Banjo and his wife have been together for 13 years and married in 2015. Their two daughters are Elva, two and a half, and Dulcie, five. I don't know about the name Elva, but Dulcie is cute. Yeah, like dulcet tones. Dulcinea. Yeah. Singer-songwriter Kehlani announced on Friday that she was pregnant with a baby girl. She said having a big, healthy, and happy family of her own has been a lifelong dream. Kehlani's hit songs include Ring with Cardi B and Good Life with G-Eazy. And I'm officially old because I don't know any of these people. Jennifer, I hate to tell you, you're still officially old, whether you know these people (laughs) or not. I'm young at heart. Okay, you're young at heart. Oh, and one last thing. Someone asked Chrissy Teigen at the Emmys if she was pregnant again. And she was like, I just had a baby, you crazy. Well, she didn't say that, but how rude. That is rude. For details about these stories and up-to-the-minute celebrity baby news, visit the Celebrity Baby blog on babynames.com. Just click Celebrity in the menu. And now it's time to answer questions from you, our listeners. It's time for the Baby Names Mailbox. Here's our first letter. Dear Jennifer and Mallory, I heard a cool potential temporal name on the Lexicon Valley podcast, Feveral. I think it's fun like Leverett. It means February in Middle English. Maybe you could spell it Feverel, F-E-V-E-R-E-L. Do you think of it as a girl's or a boy's name? Do you think it would go in the names list? I wonder if there would be a new naming style. Etymological names. I said it. It's okay. Love the podcast. Heaps. Colin Bruce. Well, thanks, Colin. I appreciate that. And Lexicon Valley, hosted by John McWhorter, is one of my favorite podcasts. Onomastics is pretty close to linguistics, and I've always been fascinated by both. Okay, I'm lost completely, but you keep going, Jennifer. I'm just going to sit back and listen. Why are you lost? No, I'm just going (laughs) to sit back and listen and hear. Well, you have a line right here. No, this is part of my shtick. Okay. 
Well, Jennifer, I'm just going to sit back and listen because I'm a little lost. But we've gotten more feedback about Temporal Names. That was just a big hit. Yeah, that show was huge. I think Feveral is a cool name, especially for babies born in February. And it could be used for any gender. For me, it's actually easier to say than February, which I always flub up. So sometimes I just say February. There we go again. Etymological names could be a new thing. Let's start it. All right. Well, on to the next one. Hi, Mallory and Jennifer. Love the show. What do you do if someone asks you about a name that you absolutely hate, but it might be just your opinion? Sincerely curious in Cincinnati. Well, what do you do, Mal? You tell them your opinion. You know what? I do say my opinion. You know, actually, it depends on if it's in person or behind the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Behind the microphone with people I don't know, it's much easier to tell them my absolute truth, whether I dislike the name or like the name. And of course, sometimes I come around. I think, you know, a little bit longer and I think about possible nicknames. So for instance, Feveral, I would never name a baby Feveral ever because I think that it is going to be way too hard to pronounce. I think it's too unusual. And then on the other hand, when people tell me names they've chosen, like, say, at work, I'm a little softer. You know, I don't go. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope not, especially if they're a patient. Especially if they're a patient. No, I don't talk baby names with my patients. So, but I do listen and maybe give alternative ideas and you know, they can tell from my warmth about the idea what I think about it. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, people are actually scared to tell me in person because they know I've been running baby names for 22 years. So it's like they don't want to tell Jennifer because they don't want to hear my opinion. But I'm never mean in person. Now, when it comes to people asking our opinions, like in the Q&A segment, I will try to be honest, but I'll also try to differentiate whether it's like professional advice, which means, you know, we're looking at it from the perspective of the child and how they're going to have to live with it and grow up with it, or if it's just my personal preference. And I try to separate that out and say, well, if you love it, use it, but I wouldn't use it for my kid. But that should make no difference to other people. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. By the way, I'm going to be profiled as the co-founder of babynames.com on Fresno's ABC 30 News coming up in the next couple of weeks. Cool. That's awesome, Jen. By a reporter, Amanda, who's currently expecting. Oh, that's so cool. I think that's neat. That'll be fun. Is that something that you can record and put on the website? They're going to be filming it and they'll put it on their website and we'll definitely share it with all our listeners. Wonderful. And you know what? I just may try and get someone to videotape the Popsy experiment. Okay, that would be fun, Popsy Mopsy. (laughs) Well, that's the show. Make sure you subscribe to the Baby Names podcast wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. There are some great ones coming up, so you don't want to miss them.
And if you're enjoying the show, please take one moment to rate and review it. It helps others find us. And remember, if you love us, rate us. But not if you hate us. And join us in our Facebook group to talk about this and other baby names topics. Facebook.com slash group slash baby names podcast. And you know what? Both of us are active on that Facebook page. So we will be talking to you if you pop on there. Yeah, pop on to our Facebook group and chat with us. We're always around somewhere. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We love you, and I love you, Mel. I love you, Jen, and we love our big sisters, Sue and Kate. We do. Take care and have a great week. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.